Welcome to the podcast of Maranatha Ministries. I'm Rick Frank, Senior Pastor of Maranatha, and I pray you'll be blessed by today's message. You can access all of our church information by going to our website at www.mmchurch.com or on all social media by searching at mmchurch. And now be blessed by listening to today's message. I am reading today from 2 Corinthians, one verse of scripture, chapter 3, verse 17. Bible says here in 2 Corinthians 3, 17, now the Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There is liberty where the Spirit of the Lord is. From that verse of Scripture, I want to preach to you this simple message that I have entitled, Where is the Spirit of the Lord? Because if that's where the liberty is, that's where I want to get to. (laughs) Where is the Spirit of the Lord? Because I need liberty. Can you say amen? I need to be set free. Let's pray together. Jesus, I pray that you'll anoint my lips and my tongue, my mind, my heart, and understanding, along with everyone in this congregation, that we will indeed hear what the Spirit of the Lord laid upon my heart to speak to this congregation. Lord, help me to present it the way you presented it to me. I'm asking this in Jesus' wonderful name, and everyone said amen. How about we clap our hands one more time for the King of Kings, for the Lord of Lords, the Lord of Glory. We worship you, Jesus, and we praise you. Amen. The Bible says that where the Spirit of the Lord is, and the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Liberty defined means the quality or state of being free. Now, many of us, especially here in America, this message would not preach this way that I'm preaching it today in some of the other countries of our world. But in America, liberty is the state of being free, and we all feel like we are free. We are are liberated. We are free uh, to do many things that they are not free to do in other countries and other nations. In fact, we are free to be here today with the, with, 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 the, with the sound system on. We're not hiding. We're not trying to uh, uh, keep people from knowing that we have gathered together to worship the Lord God Almighty. And there are places where they are afraid to let that be known because their lives are at stake. But uh, the quality or state of being free is, number one, the power to do as one pleases. It also is defined as being free from physical restraint. And that's why we are free, because we are not in a jail cell. We are not in shackles. Uh, It is the freedom from arbitrary or despotic control or uh, uh, governments telling us we cannot do this type of thing. Uh, It is the positive enjoyment of various social, political, economic, or religious rights and privileges, and what it all boils down to is true freedom is the power of choice. Can you say amen? It is the power of choice. And when the Bible says, choose you this day who you will serve, we have the freedom to choose whether we are going to serve the Lord, serve our flesh, or serve the master of this world. I choose to serve the Lord. Praise God. And so it comes from the Greek word, and I'm not even going to try to pronounce the Greek word. All right, I'll try it, because I'm just dumb enough to do that. 
the Greek word eleutheria. Eleutheria. Prove me wrong. Huh? Who said that? What is it? Look at this guy. How is it said? All right. However you say it, it means the liberty to do as one pleases. Now, don't confuse the power or ability to do as one pleases with the liberty that comes from the cross of Jesus Christ that sets us free from sin. Because some people think I am free to do whatever I want. No. I am free to do what the Lord Jesus Christ wants. And not everybody has that freedom, my friend. And if you wonder what I'm talking about, when I tell you that not everyone has that freedom, go downtown and talk to the drunk sitting on the side of the street whose family has fallen apart because he cannot put the bottle down. Go find the drug addict whose life is in shambles because he cannot push the drugs away. I'm talking about freedom, my friend. I'm talking about free to live right. Hallelujah. Praise God. It gives us the freedom I'm talking about. gives us the power of choice. Sin is bondage. It is not freedom. It is bondage. In fact, sin is not only not freedom, but sin is a very cruel taskmaster. Very, very cruel taskmaster. And I just mentioned this, but I want to say it again. It's a cruel taskmaster because the alcoholic is free, but he's not free to not drink. Do you hear me? The drug addict is free. He's free to do whatever he wants. In fact, now you can buy some drugs right on the street legally. You know, there are just on this Broadway alone, boy, if they ever need a church on Broadway, they need a church that's preaching the truth. My friend, we got a job to do. Because just on Broadway, there are four what's known now as smoke shops where they're selling marijuana. Four of them. Starting up here, there's two of them this side of us, two of them that side of us. Thank God right in the middle is a light of truth going up. If we, if we, if we ever needed to proclaim this liberty, we need to do it right now, right smack dab in the middle of what's going on in Schenectady. Can you say amen? Sin is a cruel taskmaster. The alcoholic is free to drink, but he is not free not to drink. The drug addict is free to do his drugs, but he is not free to not do his drugs. I'm here to tell you today that I am free to do either. God forbid. But if I walked out of this building today and said, I'm no longer going to serve the Lord, I'm going to go the way of the world and do what my flesh craves, I am free to go do what my flesh craves. But I want to tell you something else. I'm also free to stand up and say, this day I choose to serve the Lord, and I will not go that way, and I am free to put it all down. And I can't help but to throw my testimony in here one more time. 
I remember the days of being a teenager and the drugs and the drink and the alcohol and the smoke. And I remember one day putting a cigarette to my mouth and taking the last drag off it, throwing it on the ground. And as I stepped on it, I said to myself, that's going to kill me one day. And every time I tried to quit, I couldn't quit. And I never did try to quit drugs, to be honest with you. And I never did try to quit the drinking either, as you all, I'm, 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 I can't help but to tell you what the Lord has delivered me from. So I know some of you heard this before, but I got to tell it again. When I, was a t- when I was a teenager, I was heavily involved with drugs and drinking. I was what you would call a teenage alcoholic. And I was an everyday alcoholic. I didn't binge drink on the weekends. Every single day I had to drink alcohol. And I was only a teenager. And I would put a cigarette out and step on it and say, that's going to kill me one day. And yet knowing it was going to kill me, not have the strength to say no more. I was not free to say no more. I was not free to tell alcohol, I'm not touching you anymore. I was not free to tell drugs, I'm not touching you anymore. I was not free to tell cigarettes, get out of my life. I was not free. I was free to do those things. I was not free not to do those things. I was in bondage to those things. And <laughs> Go ahead, that's okay. She knows what I'm talking about. God saw fit to send someone my way to bring me to church. And when I walked into this Pentecostal church, this was the last place I wanted to be. You got to remember back in the 70s, my friend, Pentecost wasn't as well known as it is now. This was on the fringe weirdo side of the spectrum. People went to church, uh, stand up when you're told to stand up, sit down when you're told to sit down. Never raise your hands. What is that? That happens at rock concerts, not in church. Oh, I just got to preach to you for a minute. Follow me with that camera. Why is it okay to throw your hands in the air, to stomp your feet, to shout to the rock musicians, and it is not okay to express those same emotions that are heartfelt in our hearts already to the Lord? When really it all started there in the Bible, when the Bible said, lift holy hands unto the Lord, and the Bible said, shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph, and the Bible said, oh, clap your hands, all ye people, when the Bible said, make a joyful noise to the Lord. And if you think it's just us Pentecostals that are the weirdos, let me tell you something about you. You are a weirdo by nature if you think we're weird. Because you may not have ever done it for Jesus. You may have never done this for Jesus. You may have never thrown your hands up and shouted for Jesus. But you have done it if you're more than four. No, I take that back. If you're older than, if, if you're older than a day old, you've done it. I mean, babies come out of the womb doing it. Crying, moving, lifting hands. This isn't in my notes. I'll get some of the notes next week. Someone needs to hear this today. 
I got a video of our family sitting around our dining room table. If you've been in our house, we got one of those long dining room tables. I don't know, what is it, 10 feet long or so? And here was little, I think it was little Jalissa. She was a little baby. And, she, and, and someone, she was learning how to stand up. And, 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 and someone, one of the parents, either Joe or Liz or somebody, put her on the table to show us that she can stand up. And as, it was a fluke because this never happens. But we were able, we had her on video because we we're going to video her standing on her own. And do you know she took her first steps that moment? And we got it on video of her taking three steps right across the table. <laughs> huh? Right across the table. Hey, Bob, can I tell your story? Sure. Back when we had pews. Now, Bob hasn't done this since we had chairs. He wouldn't be able to do it. But Bob was down here praying one day. Holy Ghost hit him. He was so overcome with the joy of the Lord that he felt. He, he was pressed in on every side. There was no way to get out and to relieve the joy he was feeling. And he turned around and he saw the pew behind him. He jumped up on the back of the pew and ran across four or five pews to get out of everybody's and, and jumped down into the aisle back there. What kind of craziness is that? Well, you should have seen us when that baby took her first steps. Mama jumped up with her hands raised. Huh? Grandma clapping her. Look at it. Look at it. Dad, daddy was over there. Joe, the, the, the big uh, burly uh, plumber with tattoos all over his arm. He had his hands raised. Look at her. She's, I'm telling you, I don't care who you are. It is natural to act like this. It is natural to throw our hands in the air for something that we're inspired by. It is natural to clap for something that moves us. I'm just telling you, Jesus is what moves me. Because I was on my way to hell, and now I'm on my way to heaven. I was told I couldn't stop drinking. Jesus said, yes, you can. I was told drugs were going to kill me. Jesus said, no, they're not. Free. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Don't for confuse the power to do as one pleases with freedom that Jesus gives us. Because as liberty gives us the power to do as one pleases, Jesus gives us the power to choose what pleases us. Huh? Liberty is the power to choose what one pleases. Jesus gives us the power to choose what pleases us. This pleases me, seeing you here with me, feeling the presence of the Lord. Musicians that give their time and effort to glorify, they're not up here entertaining us, they're here to glorify God. They're thanking God for the deliverance he gave us. People in this world do not have liberty. You see, because we, we confuse liberty with the power to do as one pleases. America is not a free nation because America is bound by sin. The only free nation on this planet is God's kingdom. And I don't care what country you live in, 
if you are part of God's kingdom, they can put you in jail and you are still free. You are the one free. They put chains on the Apostle Paul, and he looked at the, his captors and said, I wish you could all be like me. Why? Because I'm the one free here. This life is so short. What's 80 years, 90 years? Did a funeral yesterday for someone that was 101 when they passed away. What's 101 years? That's a good long life. It's nothing compared to eternity. Can you say amen? Don't confuse. I'm going to wrap this up. I'll, I'll preach it again. I'll finish the notes next week. I want to wrap it up with this. Do not confuse the power to do as one pleases, which we all are free to do, with freedom from sin. As much as liberty gives us the power to do as one pleases, it gives us the power of choice. Sin is bondage. Jesus is freedom. Jesus is. In fact, as our musicians come, let me just say this. Sin is not only not free, it is a cruel taskmaster. Sin is a cruel taskmaster. What do I mean by that? You are free to smoke, but oh, what smoking does to you. You are free to drink alcohol every day of your life as much as you can afford to buy. But oh, what that alcohol does to your body. You are free to curse and swear and live like the devil. But oh, what that lifestyle does to you. My friend, choose the freedom that Jesus offers. The freedom to not have to do those things. The freedom to not have to succumb to peer pressure. The freedom to not have to do what this world says is right. The freedom to do what will bring us everlasting life. The freedom to choose life for eternity. Not just for 60 or 70 years. Freedom to live for God. The other freedom is not free. Tell the alcoholic who's free to drink to stop. You'll see how free he is. Tell the bar party goer, no more parties. You'll see how free they are. Tell the smoker, that's your last cigarette. See how free he is. Tell the Christian, no more hand raising. No more smiling. No more going to church. And you'll see that I am bound by another law. It is a law of liberty. Because if my hands are in shackles, I will still lift my voice to praise him. Because my freedom is not in this life. It is in that life. I am free to live for God because you can bind my flesh, but you can't bind my mind and my spirit. 
I belong to him. Let's stand together. This altar is open. If you need to be free, if you want to be free, if you are free, let's come and fill this altar. Let's flood this place. Let's thank God for the freedom that he gives us, that he purchased for us on Calvary. Let's thank God for liberty in this place today. Thank you for listening to the Maranatha Ministries podcast. If this message touched you, please make sure to subscribe for more sermons from Pastor Frank and the ministry team here at Maranatha, as well as follow us on our social media platforms. We are located in Schenectady, New York, and if you are in the area, we invite you to join us during our weekly Sunday service starting at 10.30 a.m. We look forward to you joining us again next week for another anointed message. Thank you, and God bless.